Welcome to the Northridge Chatcast. I'm Rachel Rhodes, the technology teacher and librarian here at the school. And I'm Jen Lescom. I'm one of the school counselors here at Northridge. So Rachel, today we're going to talk about digital citizenship. Yes. What is digital citizenship? So digital citizenship, one, is a big buzzword in education right now. Essentially, if you boil it all down, it is when someone uses technology in a respectful manner and they can navigate the internet while being responsible and holding up to those social norms we hold in everyday life and taking those online. So that's a pretty big thing right now with schools being online, partly online. Our kids are spending a lot of time in front of screens. Yes. In doing school, talking with their friends. Um, what's some advice you might have for our parents to help their students be mindful of their digital citizenship? Um, the first one would be uh, a balance. Uh, you want to make sure your student understands that they are still part of the real world, not just a digital one right now. Uh, that they should be turning off their devices to spend time with you, to spend time with friends, to spend time with family, or just be by themselves. Uh, devices need bedtimes too, is kind of the quickest thing I can say, is uh, they need to go to sleep and you need time off. Uh, even with our phones as an adult, uh, my laptop, my phone, everything, there is a time that I go, everything shuts off so that I can unwind with my family. Yeah, that's something I've read a lot about too, that when you go to bed with your phone or you have your tablet in your bedroom when it's bedtime, that it really affects your sleep. And I know for our kids, sleep is... It's super important they they need their sleep and so choosing that time whether it's half an hour before bedtime or an hour before bedtime and having a spot in your house where you can plug in the iPad so that it's all ready for school tomorrow have them plug in their phones but it's away from the bed to give them that break absolutely I also really liked how you mentioned maybe spending time by yourself even if that's turning everything off at 1 o'clock in the afternoon and going outside mm -hmm. for 20 minutes, just getting that break, giving your eyes a break of staring at a screen is a really good thing. Absolutely. That's a huge thing. Staring at screens definitely make us more tired than we think it does. It really strains the eyes, um, makes your brain go on overdrive, and, and it will definitely affect your well-being. Um, something else I want to mention is you probably want to be mindful of where your child is physically when they're online. Uh, think about are they hiding from you because sometimes that shows that they are hiding something else from you. Uh, are they in the living room hanging out totally open about what they're doing online or when they're doing their homework. Uh, a lot of the body language of what where your child physically is can tell you what's going on on their device or what they might be up to. Yeah, absolutely. I think too having having that space in your home 
where it's a learning space. So whether that's on the couch, whether it's at the kitchen table, whether you have a desk set up somewhere so that you can maybe peek over and see, are they doing schoolwork or are they watching YouTube videos? And just kind of keep an eye on what they're doing so that they have just a little accountability. Um, I know even as adults, it's super easy to start scrolling through different things and get distracted rather than doing what you're supposed to be doing. And so just having, having an open space so that the kids know you can peek over at any moment. Yeah, it, it might seem weird at first, but building that trust, especially early on, even if they're supposed to just be doing homework or schoolwork on their tablet, but that trust between you, your child, and the devices within your house uh, probably will help in the long run. Uh, and one last thing I did want to touch on about uh, digital citizenship as we start talking about it more and more is <laughs> help your students understand that when talking to their friends and everything, emojis and all of that is fine and dandy, but possibly when talking and messaging their teachers, they might want to start acting a little bit more professional. I know that's a big word for kids and that we're asking them to be professional, but we are asking them to keep that respect, keep that rapport between teachers and students. Um, <laughs> I can't think of the word. Uh, professional. A, I guess a little less casual, maybe. Yeah, less casual. Yeah. So um, just, just try and help your students remember that while emojis are fun, maybe not to your teachers. <laughs> and maybe using a little less of the acronyms like LOL. And yes. That, and things like that. It's a great, yeah, the kids are young right now, but it's a great thing to put in their minds as they get older. They're going to have more opportunities to interact with other adults and other professionals and via text, via messaging, and just teaching them that when you are messaging an adult, especially one that's maybe not a family member, that it's better to use whole words and less emojis, but when you're messaging your friends and your family, that's absolutely okay. Yeah, absolutely. So just as some digital citizenship guide buzzwords, uh, today we talked about digital downtime, digital health, digital responsibility and digital etiquette. Uh, there's still so much we could talk about and we will talk about, but uh, I think that's quite a bit and probably enough for today. <laughs> yep, I think so. So thanks for popping in to chat with us. We'll be popping back into your life again soon.